Hey, it's Cameo, and welcome. Just like you, I wear many hats, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the demands of everyday life. And there was a time when I felt lost, stuck, and unsure of how or where to start the transformation that I needed. And that's why we're here, to share experiences, lessons, tools, and tips for shaking up your life and living for you. I'm glad you're here, so let's get into it. We all know that you're a drummer and that you've played music your whole life. But aside from that, what else was Greg Braun like as a little kid? Very ornery. In what way? Just always being goofy and entertaining my friends. And I just feel like childhood was just a whole lot of fun of just wild and crazy. And in what ways... Is Greg Braun at 45 the same way he was when he was a little boy? Uh, Just more tired. (laughs) It's so wild and crazy. I love to be messy and create, and I still feel like a little kid. It's just my back hurts. Yeah, right. Takes a little bit longer to jump out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. But you're still jumping out of bed in the morning Mm -hmm. enthusiastically. And that's awesome because I think it's really important to have a conversation around reconnecting with our little kid. But before we go there, I am also curious about a time in your life when maybe you didn't feel that way Mm -hmm. and what you think the difference was at that time in your life where you weren't running around acting wild and crazy and just the same version of yourself all those years later. Uh, I think... My situation is probably very common for a lot of people that might be listening to this is, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you get a relationship, or you just kind of settle down, you you get into the routine of life. And through all of that, you wear so many different hats. I'm a dad, I'm a worker, I'm, I'm a student, whatever those things are that you that you tell yourself that you are. And along the way, you kind of forget, you leave the little kid behind. And then you feel like, you know, you work, 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 and then you're tired and then you go to sleep and then you do it again. You work, work, work. Maybe you find some entertainment to keep yourself preoccupied. For me, it was, you know, drinking beer and watching football, you know, just whatever it is that you do with your time. But you you kind of lose that play, of the little kid energy and excitement uh, because of all the different hats that you have to wear. I would say when we first started having kids and having adult responsibilities and, you know, money issues and, and, you know, just like heaviness of life. You're just like, how can I be a little kid right now when I'm carrying these mountains on my shoulders, responsibilities and providing and protecting and, and this just broke and, you know, (laughs) I got to fix this and the yard needs mode. And I mean, like, you're just, who has time to play? You know, when you're just overwhelmed with life and life comes at you fast. So a decade can go by before you even realize it. And you haven't even processed what happened four years ago. And you're still carrying that in your cash, your, your temporary memory, your temporary storage. And it's just wearing you down emotionally to where you can't handle another thing because you're already in the red zone. You know, you're just already like ready to snap. Sadly, I feel like that's where I kind of lived for for quite some time in that red zone because I was push, 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 push. 
but not a lot of time for the little kid to thrive inside of me. I think you're right that that's extremely relatable. I think a lot of people, especially in that phase of life, at any phase of life, but especially that phase of life, find themselves feeling a little bit lost, a little bit stuck, a little bit unsure, like, who am I even anymore? I talk a lot about that in my book. I mean, that's the entire premise of the book, the permission that comes along with kind of looking around and going, what the hell happened? How did I get here? And what do I need to do to make it different? And that's my next question is like, what are the things that you did or didn't do or started implementing or eliminated that allowed you to reconnect with your with your little kid? So not necessarily just the ornery, wild and crazy, Greg, but channeling the things that really bring you joy, making time and space for them and recentering your mindset around keeping you a priority. Well, I can tell you the moment I realized that I have a problem. It was when we were in therapy and the therapist literally asked me point blank, what do you like to do, Greg? What does Greg like to do? And I looked at her and I couldn't answer that question because I was like, well, I like, I, you know, I, you know, work and take care of my family. And you know, I, I didn't really have anything for myself at that time. It was all what I did for others. And quite honestly, the only thing that I did for myself at that time was numb myself with alcohol. Sure. When, when I wasn't working or this or that, and, and then I would be, I would, you know, drink and just let it all go. Yeah. Just chill. Distract, just, diffuse all of that. Teach their own. I'm not condoning saying alcohol is bad. I'm just saying that for me, it, it took the place of, and it took a lot of time away from me. Sure. Because instead of Sunday doing something that I really felt passionate deep about, I was, you know, drinking, watching football and just, you know, that's normal and that's what we do, but it just replaced something that I now have. Well, know. and what I hear you saying is like, it, it doesn't matter if it's alcohol or if it's shopping or if it's some other behavior that you do to kind of blow off steam. We all have that. I mean, we, we still have those moments. It's not about toxic positivity and work, 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 work. But what, what I hear you saying really is that you started understanding like the things that you were doing and how they were disconnected from like who you really are maybe. yeah, And like reframing that in your mind of like, okay, I'm just, I'm just a human. Like, how would I be if I didn't have all these other things to do? What, how would I, would I busy myself with this? Would I distract myself with that? Or would I just What's the version of me that I would be if none of that was in play? If there weren't these big, heavy mountains that I'm carrying around that I'm exhausted from and these new responsibilities. So like, do you remember aside from that moment when she asked you, and I remember that moment, like, what do you like to do? What, what next? How did you begin making meaningful changes and recentering what your perspective was around? how you're spending your time? That's a good question. I mean, I feel like I never really allowed myself to be bored, you know? And I think that that right there is kind of a, a secret to all of this is allowing yourself to be bored. And so 
I couldn't really do that though. If the moment I came home from work and, you know, crack a beer and start getting numb, never sitting still and just constantly be doing something that's, you know, not what I really want to do, but giving myself, I think moving to Florida, I, I didn't have any uh, of the comforts or usual distractions or usual outlets to go do something with somebody or, you know, just like, it was just me and my family in Florida and we know no one and you know, now what? And, and especially then we stopped drinking. So then all of a sudden there's this big elephant that walks in the room and sits its big butt down. It's called free time. And it's like, boom, here I am. Now you've got this time. What are you going to do with it? And then it was just like, that was the opportunity to like start getting into things that I wanted to do. But there was a lot of open boredom time during that, like time to contemplate space. Thank you. Yeah. Space for your, for your thoughts to settle and your distractions to be quieted and the busyness to, to be the monkey mind to stop jumping around and for you to kind of like let those things that you love and the memories and the joy that you felt from them maybe resurface a little bit. I think the scariest thing in the world is just to be, have nothing to think about, nothing to, to keep us preoccupied. Just boredom is like, it's just such a scary place to be, to be now. I, now I'm excited about it when like, to go to sleep at night and to just lay there and, and not think about anything and just and just meditate or to have that space on purpose is like golden. Every second of that's just amazing because that's when great ideas will come to you or you can think deeply about something that you've been wanting to, to kind of contemplate on. But mm. it's amazing before you do that on purpose and create that space on purpose for yourself how little of that you have. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that like for you, you were mentioning we moved here and we didn't have all of the normal things to plug into. And then we stopped drinking. So we didn't have that crutch, that distraction, that numbness. We had to learn to start understanding ourselves in a different way to have that space. And, and it was uncomfortable, but to, to allow it to be And I think what you've done really well from that point forward as, as an outsider, you know, an observer of you is that you've found ways to reconnect with yourself that, that serve you in this, in this way now, because the things that you were unplugged from when we moved here and, and the, uh, things that you were associated with are the things that you did when we used to be drinkers we're now completely off the table, but that didn't mean that there weren't some of those things that were in you that you loved. You just had to find a new way to implement them in your life that was in alignment with kind of where you were at that stage. And I yeah. I have seen you transition from musician is the easiest part, knowing being a certain way and implementing music into your life, which is the love of your life, the first love of your life. It's what you've always done the orneriness that comes along with it. But then now that you've removed yourself from a a certain setting or you're in a completely different environment, how can I continue to do music? And I think that whatever that is for people, whether it's some type of athletic endeavor or painting or whatever, it's like 
learning how to implement what it is that you love in the environment that you're a part of now, because we all change seasons and the demands of our life all change depending on where we are. Like I'm needed less as a mom now than I was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So that gives me space to then go, okay, gosh, who am I? What do I? Capacity. That's right. Now we're Uber drivers. Yeah. Right. So how do I continue to do the things that I love, but maybe in a different way that involves the kids because they're older and more capable themselves or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I've seen you do that. And I just think there's a really strong message to that, that it doesn't have to just be a phase of your life that you can transition what it is that you love to do and reconnect with that little kid in the, in the space that you're in now. And it doesn't have to just be like, well, I'm, I'm 45 now. I can't do that anymore. But I imagine, actually, I know because we've had these conversations before in private, like that there's struggle involved with that. There's, there's the whole, like, how do I do that? Or, you know, the negative self-talk that we get into of like the discouragement that we give ourselves. So that's crazy. I couldn't do that now. Why would I do that now? And all the excuses. How do you think you've been able to like talk yourself off that, that plank when you're like, oh, that's stupid. I, I shouldn't do that now. I'm a dad or that's, I'm a, I'm a businessman in our community. So that wouldn't reflect nicely on that. How have you overcome that? Well, I would say through just studying myself and, you know, stoicism and embracing the idea that each day is a lifetime in itself and that it's not like I'm the same person I was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, that every single day I am a sculptor and I'm, I'm just chipping away pieces and parts that don't benefit me, that don't enhance where, where I'm trying to go. And I think for me, you know, music's a big part of my life and I love making music. I love business you know, love my family. I love taking care of myself and and all aspects, you know, and it's like, I just, I feel like it's just bigger, like never just resting on a identity. Okay. I'm this, so I don't do that. Or I'm, I'm, I'm this, so I'm closed off to any other ideas. And that's just not what excites me about life. It's, it's just having that curious childlike, uh, mindset curiosity about well explain to me how how this this is better and then and then if someone explains it that it's better and it will help me in some way adopting that as my my new principle and, and just kind of being open to learning the universal laws of of what's happening here you know and to get through life i mean the goal is to get get through each day and make others days better and make your day better and help my kids and help my customers and help myself and get out of my head, you know, and not be so self-consumed, but like, what can I do for you? It comes back to me. And I think just uh, being able to constantly be self auditing, you know, is this, is this serving me for this, for, for this goal, what I'm trying to do, you know, like recently I've kind of been thinking about making music and and how I want to make music and, how does that connect to the world through like social media? And I realized that we got Braun Mortgage Group. So that's, hey, I'm the mortgage guy, Braun Mortgage Group. And I serve the real estate community there. But like, I love making music. I, I, I want to put music out. 
but I'm also a huge book nerd and I love to work out and I love mindset and I love learning about stoicism and I love, you know, meditate. There's so much more to it for me and focusing on promoting music and, and doing that just seemed very restrictive to where I feel like there's so much more to talk about and be about and inspire about. And just because that's where my inspiration is today. Now that could change years from now, but for right now, I feel like there's just so much more I have to say that I want to to get out. And it's just kind of like an ever-changing evolution, you know? Yeah. And actually, that's just a great segue into the idea or roping back in the idea of like reconnecting with your inner child. You've learned to accept that I can still do these things and there's value and inspiration in them and that they don't have to be conflicting with other areas. It's literally just me. It's just me and things that I do. It's not who I am. And like, here's who I am inside. Here's who I am to the world. And here are the things that I do and how they all tie together that like, I can be a businessman and also be a book nerd and also be a drummer. And that I don't have to identify solely with one of those. I can reform and reshape what those are, how they interact. And it impacts the way that I show up in my life. Like you are a happier version of you since you've reconnected to music in a different way that serves your life and the way that it works and meshes now. And that shows when you're out interacting with people in business. It's not like they're in a vacuum. It's that you feel more fulfilled reconnecting with your passion and that even though it may not be what you're chit-chatting about, you might not be talking about music, but the fact that you've filled yourself up with that internally first allows you to then show up in your business relationships in a better way, with more confidence, with more joy, with more inspiration, with more conviction. So yeah. I, and I don't think that you were ever like super lacking, but I think that there was a, a part of you during that period of time when you weren't reconnecting with your inner child, when you weren't doing the things that brought you joy, when you were distracted or busy or numbing, where you weren't able to show up in your relationships across the board as a full version of yourself because you didn't feel full, right? You didn't feel yeah. a spark inside. It was there. It was just really, really, really quiet. Someone's off. Yeah. And, and this is an energy game. This is an energy game and you cannot ignore what you're drawn to and what you feel and what what just like if you're doing something that you love to do and that you're passionate about you could do it all day long 24 hours and what is that thing constantly be asking yourself that that's that's kind of the game what it is for me today in six months might be something totally different and i'm okay with that don't get hung up and there's topics we could dive into but like i think uh People get so hung up with their their own like belief system that this is just the way this is the way it is. But it's honestly it's just the way that we were taught, and it just a lot of things depend on where you were born and what economic level you were born into. There's just all these things that are lottery. Be open to questioning things, question everything, and question why something is the way it is. And I'm not talking about just external 
internal. Mm-hmm. We question things. Why do I feel that way about this person? Why do I feel this way about this career? Why do I feel like I have to do this? Why you do know? I feel and like being, these two things can't be together? Why yeah, do they yeah. have to be so separate? Why do I feel like I can't quit doing this? Why do I feel like I have to always do this and take extreme ownership of your situation and be aware of every single thing that you give your energy to and if it energizes you back because it's magical. And I'll use our relationship as an example that if I give you my energy, you give it back tenfold is how it feels. That's how it, it should be. If I give all my energy and my focus and my expertise to my clients who come to me because they're buying their first home and they're nervous as all get out and they don't want something to get messed up. And I'm 18, almost 19 years of experience giving people mortgage loans on what works and what doesn't work. And I don't want to waste their time or mine. And I got to give all my energy to that. Mm-hmm. And by me being able to give my energy to that and help them, they're going to go tell a friend and be like, hey, this was a great experience. you know." And that's the way it should be in all all your relationships, like putting that much care, love, and 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 that includes to yourself. Like, it, it, what, it what doesn't include do I to yourself. It first and foremost starts, starts with yourself. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be able to give that. That's what I was saying. Like, right. in a time when you weren't giving yourself that and starting with yourself, and you were distracted and numb and doing things Every- that weren't really exciting, everybody else yeah. suffered. Yeah. You know? and now I, and you're I, able to give fully without any expectation of receiving. There you go. There you go. And I think that's the spot where I was at during my my darkest times as an adult was uh, just wore out because you just feel like you're give, 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 but expecting to receive, but it never comes. You got to kind of like do that for yourself first, give yourself what you need and take care of yourself and then start going outside. And when you do give, not expecting anything in return, but when you do get it, it's like, okay, you know, it's, it's extra bonus because you're already fulfilled from the inside. Yep. I just feel like you, you don't talk about it much, but you've done an amazing job of really understanding who you were before the world told you who you were and stepping back into that when you were beat down and caught in the tornado of life. Yeah. And I think you have a lot to offer in that space. So I'm really proud of you and excited for you. And I see the people that reach out to you on a regular basis for advice and it's, it's becoming more and more and more frequent. And that's only because you've put the work in and recognizing it in yourself first that you're now just, again, now you're able again to give it away in a way that you wouldn't have been otherwise. So kudos to you for exploring that within and like stepping into it and reconnecting with your child. And you still definitely, I don't, I'm not sure you ever lost the ornery wild and crazy, you know, from when you were a little kid and what I imagine you were like running around out in the farm, but you've definitely been able to plug it in and channel it into a a positive, a positive way. Hey, yo, congratulations on investing into yourself and your growth. I hope you found this episode to be beneficial and feel proud of yourself for showing up. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing with someone else who may benefit from it too. 
I'd love to hear from you, so hit me up on all socials, at Cameo Elise Braun. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow for new episodes and updates. Also, it's super important to mention, this is intended for entertainment and education through experience. None of it is fully known to be fact and is not a replacement for professional advice from a therapist or doctor. Thank you so much for being here with me. And be sure to thank yourself for showing up. <laughs>